Hi everyone, welcome to SG Sports Uncut Episode 5. I'm Raj Kumar and Uncut is the show that brings you closer to our Team Singapore athletes and coaches. Now with less than one week to the Southeast Asian Games, we speak to our athletes from gymnastics and squash. So in this first segment, we are delighted to have our squash players in Samuel Kang, Sherilyn Yang and Aoyong Wayan. Hey guys, welcome to SG Sports Uncut Episode 5. Uh, Samuel, uh, let's get this segment about squash started but before we actually talk about the sport uh, let's get let's give the fans a, a chance to sort of get to know all three of you better Samuel you're a football fan a fan of Liverpool Football yep. Club so 12 games into the current season 11 wins uh, I say 12 games because this show is actually being taped on Wednesday November 20th due to the availability of the athletes as they are preparing for the sea games so 12, uh, 12 games and a 9-point lead over Manchester City, your take on the Reds? Uh, I think it's a fantastic start. I mean, some of the games have been very nerve-wracking, but uh, it's great. I think Klopp has uh, implemented a great system. They're all mentality monsters. Mm -hmm. And yeah, hopefully we can keep the winning streak going and extend the lead. Nice. That's a new one. Uh, mentality monsters. Okay. Uh, now, but what did you think of the 3-1 uh, victory over City at Anfield? I mean, just before the international break. 3-1! Yeah, it was an awesome result. I think all the goals were great too. I mean, the, I think the second goal especially where both the, uh, Trent and, uh, and Andrew Robertson were involved. Yeah. I think that's fantastic. So, yeah, a huge win for us and hopefully you can carry that momentum on. Exactly. And, yeah. Right till after Christmas and, and all the way to the all end. All the yeah. way till the end, yeah. Because rem we remember last season. Agonizingly close, yeah. yeah. I think, just like Samuel, yeah. most of you who know me know that I'm a fan of the Brits as well. <laughs> And uh, last season, we let a 12-point margin yeah. slip and lost, lost the title in the end. Okay, but who's your current favourite in the Ritz lineup and why? Um, I think Sadio Mane because uh, he's just so hardworking and so disciplined and seems like such a simple, humble guy. And yeah, he's done so much for the team with some crucial um, penalties that he's won and goals that he's scored. So yeah, he's a great player to watch. Okay, outstanding. Sherilyn Young, we come to you next. And yeah. Is there a, a favourite club or a sport that you support in the international arena? Okay, to be fair, I don't really watch that many sports, but I have to pick one, it will be MMA. Oh wow. Yes. Why? I've been to like a Singapore Indoor Stadium quite a couple of times to like watch the one championship stuff. And I think like it's super exciting. I mean like I joined Evolve this year and I tried it for myself. Mm. Like I went for classes, like Muay Thai wow. classes and BJJ classes. And I realized I'll stick to watching it because <laughs> just, I do like fighting and like beating people up. I don't really like it when they come at me, so yeah. I'll just stick to watching it. Yeah. Is there a, uh, a specific athlete that you watch out for? Oh yeah. Like if like Angelie Lee is on, I usually like will go and watch because right. I know she's Canadian, but she kind of like represents us. Yeah, and she's on a roll. You know, still unbeaten. Um, Eleven months, almost done in two thousand and nineteen. Which was your favorite? travel destination this year for you and why? I assume that at least you, you travelled a bit. Um, to be fair, I didn't really get a chance to travel this year because I just started working at Deloitte oh, in right, January. Yeah. So I was on probation for six months. So I couldn't take leave. But <laughs> okay. I went to Hong Kong for like a week for a while and then... Oh, that was a bit... When? Uh, uh, before the all the riots, before that, okay. yeah. And I went to Pattaya and KL for like training trips. But I wouldn't say it's like very fun or anything. Right. So right now I have to pick or be between Tanjung Paga, <laughs> Downtown Line and Stadium MRT. Okay. 
favorite travel destination because it's the only place I've been to like this year. <laughs> okay, that's an interesting one. Uh, we'll come back to you in a minute. Aoyong Wayan, which was the, I guess the last movie that you caught in 2019. Are you a movie buff? Sorry, I'm not really a movie person actually, okay. but the last movie I watched was actually The End Game in June. I think that was during my school holidays, so that's like the only free, yeah, free time I had to so watch movies. So, were you like tearing at the end of the end game? <laughs> well, actually I watched it quite late, so there was like quite a lot of spoilers already from my friends. And I was also doing a um, part of my IB presentation, it was part of the movie, so it kind of spoiled it. A presentation? Like oh. we had a... A theory of knowledge presentation and we used it as one of our examples wow yeah. okay do you, do you, you were graded on it yeah but we have no idea what's our grade so oh, hopefully okay. so we start <laughs> so who's your who was your who's your favorite superhero who's my favorite superhero um i think the oh actually i don't really have you don't, you don't, no. you don't i'm have not, a not really a superhero person i i kind of like more real um crying movies actually I and I like crying okay so I understand that stuff. you're into Netflix yeah I, I like like uh, Money Heist and Sherlock where like you, it's kind of like really mind-blowing mm. yeah pretty interesting so it gets you like thinking like how enough do the directors even like come up with this kind of stuff so you're not gonna attempt to even watch the new Charlie's Angels no not really I don't know I heard from my coach that it wasn't so good right like, yeah, okay so, okay yeah. well now that we've sort of uh, caught up to speed on your personal lives. Samuel, uh, let's talk about the sport. How would you describe the year that you've had in terms of your squash career? I mean, has it been all up and up or 60-40 in terms of winning? Um, I think generally it's been quite positive. Uh, I started a new role at work this year, so I had to adjust my training a little bit, but uh, it's been good. I started playing on the professional circuit mm -hmm. part-time. Mm -hmm. um, so traveling to some countries for tournaments and getting the exposure. So. In that sense, it's been very good, and my ranking has gone up as well. So, um, very happy about that, and hopefully, um, next year I can continue to do the same. Nice. Um, which would you say was your lowest point, uh, in the sport for you this season? Um, no real low points actually. I think if there was one, is possibly the cancellation of the doubles events in the in the, the sea games. games. Yeah. Yeah. Just because I think we're all disappointed, we're all really looking forward to to that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, apart from that, I think generally it's been quite a positive year. Yeah, we'll come to the, the, the issue yeah. in a minute. Which has been the biggest highlight for you this year? Um, Would you say maybe a, one, two weeks ago? At a, at a certain Our Tempest Hub? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> definitely. Certain I ceremony? Think, yeah. I think that, that, was, that was fantastic. I think uh, getting the call was very surprised. I think initially when our, our manager Benson uh, called me and he said, oh, um, they want you to be the flag bearer. I asked him like, oh, you mean for squash? Yeah. And I thought it was just like a squash thing, but yeah, when it's for the whole contingent, that, that was really awesome. And I think it's special, not just for me, but for, for squash to get a recognition as well. Yeah, so imagine, I mean, 666 athletes, the biggest away contingent ever for Team Singapore. Uh, the three of you are going to be at the, the stadium, the main stadium for, I believe, the opening ceremony. You will be ahead with the flag. So how are you gonna how are you gonna practice for that? Because it's not gonna be just one minute. I think it'll be probably a five minute thing or six minutes. Like yeah, gotta, yeah. Gotta hit the gym more. Try to hit yeah, like the flag, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but I think I think it's, it's it's gonna be exciting. I think we're all looking forward to that, and and after that, of course, looking forward to getting the game started. That's right. Um, Sharon, you you are one yes. one half of the jumbo doubles gold medalist from the last Sea Games in two thousand and seventeen. Unfortunately. As he just mentioned, 
the international doubles format and the jumbo doubles format were dropped from the SEA Games in Manila less than a month ago. Uh, how did you feel when you heard the news that you could no longer defend the gold medal? I mean, I think all three of us were supposed to be in the jumbo events and we we're missing out on markers. Yeah. I think, like, safe to say, we we're all like disappointed. But I wouldn't say we were like that surprised because we knew the courts haven't really been built. But we were just hoping that they would pull through. And I kind of expected them to, but unfortunately, like, they didn't. So I would say definitely disappointed if we can't go in and defend it. But it is what it is. So we just had to move forward and like focus on our other events right now. Okay. You were uh, scheduled to partner Mao Xiu Hui. Uh, again yeah. for your for your title defense uh, and were you already training and working with her or did you have another partner as far as 2019 to consider? Uh, in 2017 yeah I did partnership way back then but right now I think she's doing her masters in Berkeley so we have partner switch and I'm partnering Wyan right now yeah okay. so for like the past six months we actually have been working really well together and we've been like training very hard and we did pretty well in all our tournaments so far okay so yeah, but unfortunately, like, we can't play in this one, but maybe yeah. in, like, future ones, we'll definitely yeah. be continuing working together because we work together really well. Nice. Yeah. Uh, well, the SEA Games organizers might have dropped the squash doubles format, but you'll still be competing in the singles as part of the women's mm -hmm. team. Uh, before we address that, I'd like to draw your attention to, like you said, seven months ago when you and Wayan uh, teamed up and competed against, I think, three men's pairings, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah, we did, we did. Yeah, and you both won the plate final. So tell us about the experience, uh, Sherilyn, of competing against the men in this particular SICC Marigold. Uh, okay, personally, I think, like, we are both pretty used to playing men. Like, yeah, I do play in the men's league in Singapore, like, in the B grade. So, like, for singles, we do play men pretty often, and we do train with men. Really? Yeah, on a daily basis. Singles. Yeah, yeah, in the singles class. Like, we train the under 19 boys, la, not the older ones. Like, yeah. ask me to play yeah. with Sam, like, no, like, but the younger ones are still okay. okay. So, we are, like, quite used to play, playing men. But for doubles, I think that gave us, like, a lot of confidence because we know when we go back to playing girls, the pace is a lot different. Like, the men are a lot faster and fitter. Sure. So, but there's no pressure on us, la, so we enjoy it quite a bit. Because, yeah. like, when you win them, it's like, yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Is this is it's a common tradition for the men and women to compete, even though you're a few years younger and a few years. Older? I think like girls can play in men's categories, but the guys can't do the same. <laughs> so for us, for us, like if you're yeah. like in the national team for girls, we usually join the men because like just to improve our level. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Wyatt, how did you approach this rather unique event of men versus women in the yeah, jumbo levels? I think similar to Sherilyn, um, I'm also quite used to it because I I myself too play in the men's league. And during trainings as well, train with the men. But I guess um, because when we play against men, they're a lot, they hit a lot harder and they run a lot faster. So it's pretty challenging for us in the sense that we have to be tactically a lot more sound. Mm. And so it, it really helps our game. And um, you, every Saturday we do have training. And when we train our jumbo, we actually train with men as well because they're not really, they're not many women um, pairs, double pairs um, okay. here in Singapore. So yeah, it's a good experience. Uh, you, she mentioned that both of you have been working together you know, in anticipation of uh, competing in the doubles. So, but you were also slated for the singles and the team matches uh, for the SEA Games, right? So isn't that like, you know, your entire plate is full for... Yeah. So is, is, that, is that normal or to, to be involved in three? <laughs> um, actually, initially I was involved in all four events. Four? Four events, yeah. A mixed one. Um, singles, doubles? Singles, women's jumbo doubles, mixed 
doubles? International doubles oh, and right. team event. Oh, yeah, okay. so it was gonna be back to back like two matches for almost nine days in a row. So it was yeah, quite crazy. But I guess I was already I knew it was gonna be mentally and physically really tiring, but I was um that's why I was like training extra hard during this period of time. Like I do train like twice a day and stuff to kind of get myself um prepared for yeah. this. Yeah. Nice. Samuel, you and your former teammate Vivian Ramanan won the gold medal in the Jumbo Doubles uh, at the KLC Games just two years ago. Uh, so what's your take on this very late decision? I mean, I know you touched on it, but yeah. uh, do you think it's fair to all the athletes around the region that unfortunately, you know, the organisers couldn't get the structure building ready? Um, I don't know if it's fair, but it's just unfortunate. I guess, like Sherilyn mentioned, we sort of saw it coming. Mm. Um, so, yeah, it's disappointing, but... Vivian is still going to be coaching us at the SEA Games, so that's pretty exciting. Okay. Yeah. Um, and going back to the SICC Marigold event six months ago, you teamed up with Chua Manchin and fought your way to the final yeah. and you lost. But I think it was the victory in the semi-finals which uh, you seem to be more concerned about and, and happy. I mean, can you tell us why? Yeah, I think we were playing the Philippines pair and um, in the previous SEA Games, Vivian and I had a very close game with the Philippines pair. So to beat them this time was a good result for us. Unfortunately, uh, the final didn't go our way, but yeah, it was my first time partnering Manchin. I think we, we had a good partnership going. Um, unfortunately, he wasn't, uh, he's not based in Singapore. Mm. Yeah, so that, that made the partnership a bit tougher to practice. Um, but yeah, it was, it was a good run for us. Okay, the Filipinos you're referring to, Garcia and Polino. Yeah. Right, okay. Wayan, tell us about your trip to Australia for two PSA Challenger Tour events in September. Yeah, so it was actually a pretty good trip. Initially, I was supposed to go with uh, another teammate, Mantong, but he had some last-minute changes and he went to India instead. So um, I ended up going alone. So, But I think it was quite good because in the sense, I got to... Um, I stayed with two international players, one from Hong Kong and one from Thailand. And the girl from Hong Kong, she is top 50 in the world, about top, about 55, top 55 in the world. So um, having to stay with these international players and to train with them, to, um, I got like a lot of experience learning different drills from them and stuff like that. Mm. So it was a really, really good experience. Yeah. Okay. And just the day after you, you returned to Singapore, you went ahead to win back-to-back SG Squash, SG Squash circuit titles. Uh, let's start first with, I believe it was circuit number four in September. Uh, and your victory over the top seed, how do you pronounce Jamie? Jamaica. Jamaica. <laughs> Aribado of the Philippines. How yeah. significant was that? Uh, <coughs> that win over Jamaica. Yeah, I think it was pretty significant because the I've only beaten her once previously which was in the C Cup event in April and but she was uh, she had like a serious uh, ankle injury. So I guess to get this 3-1 win is a um is is a really confident uh, confidence booster in the sense that I know that my game has been improving mm. and also knowing that whenever we play it's always a very close close game. It's not um, a confirm win or confirm lose. So I guess in that sense, it's, um, it's it's quite it's quite good. Yeah. Okay, and then just a few weeks ago in Circuit Five, uh, you beat Angie Ui to capture another title. How important was this win for you in the build up towards the Sea Games? Uh yeah, similarly, um, because after the Circuit Four with uh Jamaica, like there was still a lot of things um to improve on. So I've been working really closely with my coach Tim, mm. and so I guess going into this circuit, knowing that it wasn't as tough the the draw but um wanting to put into practice what i've been uh, training and so being able to do that um also 
uh, makes me feel like a lot more certain that I'll be more prepared going into SEA Games yeah. This is coach Tim Arnold. Tim Arnold. Right? Yeah. Okay. Sherilyn, you two competed in this uh, Singapore Squash Circuit Series. And in the third leg in July, you advanced to the, till the quarterfinals and then you bowed out. Uh, you missed out on the fourth leg, but you returned in the fifth and final leg at the end of October. Uh, yeah, right? <laughs> I was saying it in my mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. You're just going through the timeline. Uh, and when where you reached the semi-finals of the women's singles in at the end of October. Yeah, I did. Right? Yeah, yeah, that's um, right. So, your, what's your take on the fact that you actually pushed all the way to the last um, four? Okay, so I kind of took a year break from squash last year till this year. I was kind of like, I graduated and I was like traveling and chilling and like deciding whether I still want to play sports or just like solely focus on my work. Sure. And ever since I joined Deloitte, like I realized I had an opportunity to come back to squash. So I just like got back into training last June. Mm. And I think the third leg was my first tournament that I played coming back. So I struggled pretty badly. I like, yeah, yeah, I lost to the Thai number one mm. and which I won recently. So that was a good improvement right there. So just throughout, I was just trying to get back in the game and like even push my, um, squash a level further I guess okay so, yeah. uh, it's just good to see an improvement I guess yeah, yeah. I assume your current employers from Deloitte uh, mm -hmm. uh, they also yeah. give you time off to compete in the mm -hmm. final leg and uh, mm -hmm. Deloitte I think in general is very supportive yeah they're I mean, super supportive they're, I'm really thankful for that um, they gave me time off not just for the fifth leg but to prepare for the SEA Games because I was to go to Pattaya for a tournament and um, the jumbo doubles when we were preparing we went to KL so um, my job scope, like the stuff I do, I can't really like keep taking on and off, on and off every week. Like I just, I can't just go into office and like mm. not be there for another week. So mm. I just, they allow me to take a two month sabbatical. So right now I'm just like training and full time. Yeah, I believe uh, a few national netballers are also working at Deloitte. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have like quite a few athletes that are going to the CMs. Nice. Danny Samuel, you two travelled to Australia for two PSA Challenger Tour events. Uh, how did that help in your preps for the SEA Games? Yeah, I think the, the PSA events are really good preparation because the level of play is much higher mm. and to be exposed to that kind of level with the professionals and just not in terms of on, on court but how they prepare, how they get ready for matches, I think it's a really good learning experience. So those two events really helped me a lot. Mm. Um, yeah, and speaking of supportive employers, I think um, being an Ministry of Education, my, my colleagues and bosses are already understanding as well and that has allowed me to go for some of these events mm. and previously I'd never gone for any uh, professional events so this year starting to go for them in preparation for the SEA Games I think it's been, it's been a good change um, just to get experience overseas and see what the standard of play is like. And, and when we say uh, PSA, we are actually yeah. talking PSA uh, stands for Professional Squash Association, Association. Yeah. that's the governing body right? Yeah. Uh, the world governing body. Uh, now moving back to the SG, the Singapore Squash Series, you won the third leg in July, but in the fourth leg, you lost to Malaysia's uh, Elvin Kyo in the final. Mm -hmm. Your assessment of your performance uh, finishing second? Yeah, so I think in um, the previous leg where I, where I won, I think I did well to beat uh, Philippines number one, Robert Garcia, mm -hmm. who will be a, a main con like rival in the in the sea games as well, right? Um, and then subsequently, as you mentioned, I lost to Alvin. So Alvin's been around for for a while. He's a very good player, and um, different kind of uh, style. So it's good for me to get that exposure to someone 
of his level mm. um, and he just recently won the Singapore Open as well so uh, he won't be playing in the SEA Games uh, for Malaysia but um, yeah it's, it's good to get exposure to these sort of players and it's nice that um, like Singapore Squash is bringing events like these here so that we can we don't have to travel so much yeah yeah we saw Elvin Kyo uh, winning it last weekend yeah, yeah at the Kalang Squash Centre um, and you're saying he's not going he yeah. seems to be Malaysia's so he's not he's not part of the Malaysian setup the national setup so he's more uh, he's doing some coaching and he still plays on the, on the side um, but yeah Malaysia is sending a, a strong team <laughs> they are, they are, I think their top player in the SEA Games will be a top 100 guy so still a very strong team um, yeah and, and hopefully we can do well okay now moving to the fifth leg three weeks ago uh, you fought all the way to the semis and lost but you settled for a third place finish uh, but in the semis you lost to Elvin again as we just spoke about so what's the story Samuel you see I mean you and him got this rivalry that's ongoing yeah. I mean, he's not going to the SEA Games so that's I mean, one one worry one less to worry yeah. about I yeah. can't call it a rivalry until I, I beat him, right? But yeah, <laughs> but yeah he, he's, he's helping us actually. So the new community that came in got him in as a sparring partner. Uh, okay. So he's been around I think, for the past two or three weeks uh, hitting with some of the guys. I'm trying to hit with him as much as possible mm. and my work schedule allows it. But it's good to have someone like him around mm. um, just to give us a different level of play that, that we might not get among ourselves. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Sherilyn, let's count down to the Southeast Asian Games with uh, the very last tournament that all three of you competed in and that is the 2019 Singapore Open. We just touched on it uh, a few moments ago. Uh, so at this point, you already knew that the doubles event at the SEA Games had been cancelled. So what was your objective in competing in the singles and even setting up a quarter-final matchup with your teammate, Wayan? <laughs> Okay, um, when the draws came out and I saw like my first round match was, I think I touched it, touched on it a bit earlier, like I was playing the time number one mm. and I lost to her in the third leg, which was a couple of months back. So when I saw the draw, like I knew I wanted to take her because like back then I knew I could take her but I was just not in shape or mm. anything. Mm. So I went in, I just like wanted to get the job done first, which I did and I won in three pretty comfortably, mm. which was a confidence booster because that shows that my training the past few months have been like yeah have has paid, paid off. off yeah, yeah. Okay. and when yeah and I knew I was going to play Wyatt in quarterfinals for that <laughs> <laughs> I mean like pressures definitely wasn't on me I just wanted to like go in and have a good game and work on stuff that I've been working on I mean the result like yeah, like between yeah. us, yeah. Nah, nah, ain't gonna be inspired. <laughs> so gotta be like yeah. practical, but yeah, just go in, play good squash, and just. Hopefully, like, just at least give her a fight, yeah. Wayan, you went one step further to the semi-finals after beating Sherilyn. Uh, and you met for the third time this year, your good friend, Jamaica yeah. uh, of the Philippines. How tough was that defeat in four sets? Yeah, I guess it always sucks to lose. But, <laughs> I mean, it was a pretty close match again as well. I, were, I, went, I was two down and then I fought back to 1-2. And I actually had the lead 10-7 in the fourth, but I couldn't close it up. And so, yeah, lost out there 3-1. But I guess um, I, during this um, that week itself, I had my IB exams going on as well. So I had a lot on my plate. And so I guess um, this tournament is more of just a gauge to see where I am, I'm, at, I'm at. And I guess it's good in the sense that I lost here better than in the SEA Games. And hopefully then I'll be able to take her on and like close up the gaps. Right. Samuel, you were involved in the Men's Open. Unfortunately, yeah. your campaign ended just before the quarterfinal stage so what happened 
at uh, the Singapore Open. Yeah, I had, I had a bit of a slow start against my Korean opponent. He's part of the Korean national team. And uh, so I was two love down and the match balls down. So I, I just said like, oh, I can't be losing this 3-0. Mm. So I fought back to 2 all and 9 all. So it's two points away from victory. But then uh, unfortunately, it didn't go my way. But yeah, so it wasn't the result I wanted. But as I mentioned, hopefully yeah. I've used up my losses now. So the wins can come in the, in the C games, you know. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's a, it was a good experience. Um, again, playing someone from overseas and someone uh, from Korea. The Koreans don't come here that often. But um, it's, it's great and ho hopefully at the SEA Games we can all do better. Yeah. And I think we're looking forward to the competition. We know uh, what we have to do and what the level is like. So yeah, it should be fun. I think this is a strategy of uh, Singapore's number one. Because uh, <laughs> I think he intentionally or whatever just decided not to showcase his full <laughs> you know, skills so that he's going into Manila as the underdog. You gotta hit your quota for the losses, you know, so it's, <laughs> it's just wins from here. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> Alright, just before I get your final thoughts and hopes for the SEA Games, uh, what plans do you have on a personal level after the Games? A bit of travelling? Um, so some, so for myself, I'm going with some of the boys to, to the United States, to Washington DC for the World Men's Team Championships. So it's the first time in a long while that Singapore is taking part in the event and I think we're all really excited to, to go there. Not, not about the cold, but I think... When is this? After um, so it's 15th to 21st December. Oh, so yeah. straight after yeah. the games in Manila. Mm -hmm. okay. So it pitches against a lot of the, the top players in the world and it's, it's going to be good for us to gain exposure at that level. Okay, yeah. nice. Okay. Um, so besides the trip to Washington, what about next year? I mean, it's the start of a brand new decade in about five weeks from now. Are you planning to travel to uh, um, Enfield in 2020? And... Mm -hmm. uh, and your prediction as a Liverpool supporter of this weekend's clash between Crystal Palace and the Reds. Uh, the Reds are playing away. Yeah, so I think I'm going to say 2-0 to Two. Liverpool, of yeah. course. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and in terms of visiting Anfield, hopefully sometime in the future. Um, probably not next year, but yeah, I would love to go for one Champions League final and I'm sure we're going to be in nice. a few more. Right. Yeah. Okay. Wayan, you're presently in your second year of uh, the IB program that you just mentioned at the Singapore Sports School. What made you decide to choose this over going to Nian Poly and doing a diploma in psychology? Yeah, so actually, um, Nian actually held my place for two years after I took um, time off. Um, but then one day, like after I after I came back from British Junior, um, uh, I got a call from Sports School and off offering a place um, for the they had a Poly program as well. But because I wasn't so interested in that that uh, courses, so then they told me about the IB program, which I, honestly I didn't, I didn't know of it before. Mm -hmm. And so after talking to a couple of friends who took the IB as well, and I guess it's quite a prestigious um, level of education, and also knowing that sports school was able to, um, I was able to extend my studies, that's why I'm doing a three-year extended program. Yeah. yeah, and knowing that I can still travel and focus a lot more on squash, so I decided to go to sports school instead, yeah. Okay, great story. And just coming back to, you said Nian Poly held the sport for you for two years. Yeah, because I, I took two years off right. after after um, O-Levels to train for squash full-time. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. Uh, you're also under the Sports Excellence or Specs program. And several months ago, you were one of 20 students at the sports school who received the Sports Achiever Award for achieving sporting and academic excellence and also maintaining good conduct. So... It's the first time squash. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's, the, it's the first time squash 
uh, is being recognized in this award. How did you feel about this specific accomplishment? I mean, I guess I I am actually the f- first and the only squash player in sports school at the moment. So the only one. Yeah, uh, the only squash player in the sports school. Okay. And the first first to join. So I guess. I, I guess it's quite a good oh, achievement. Nice. Yeah, okay. but <laughs> having said that, um, I um next year my sister will be joining me in the sports school as well, and so hopefully, if we continue to do well, more squash players will um, un- uh, be open yeah. to joining the sports school, and there's a greater pathway for squash. Your players. sister, I think she's still. She's the twelve this year. She 12 just this finished year. her PSLE. Yeah, what's getting her name? results. What's her name? What's her name? Yeah. Ao Yong Wai Yin. Okay. Yeah. And all the best for her PSLE results. Yes. Uh, right. Okay. And you said you just mentioned uh, that was a follow up thing. Your name, Ao Yong, reminds me of uh, a certain Singapore former national football captain in the eighties, as in Ao Yong Pakwan. I'm assuming there is some connection here. Yeah, he's my uncle, my dad's older brother. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, he's about I think fifty nine this year. Yeah, 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 yeah so, I think so. so yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's on Wikipedia. Yeah. <laughs> so obviously he's celebrating sixty in twenty twenty. Um, how is uh, Pakwan these days? I haven't seen him in quite a while actually because he migrated to Austria. He's living there, um, with my cousin and my aunt and my cousins as oh, well. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Okay, Sherilyn. Uh, yes. you're 25 with a full-time career at Deloitte. Yeah, 25. Yeah, 19. <laughs> 19, 20, 20. <laughs> She's 25 going on 19. And you're representing <laughs> your country in squash. Yep. Having said that, who is your favorite all-time player in the sport? Um, I would say probably Nicole David. I mean, she's legendary in the sport and she's like Malaysian, which is kind of like our neighbor. And it's good to see like Asians winning. And she like, when I was young, like she was like quite petite in the circuit. And I was like really small back then. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I like, I really looked up to her a lot. Yeah. Because yeah. she became a, a dato, right? Yeah. Dato, yeah. Nicole David. Yeah. And, and she's, she's like a- super nice, friendly, down to earth, humble, yeah. approachable. Yeah. So she's someone I really looked up to. Yeah, I've had a chance to speak to her or interview you, interview her for a couple of occasions. Oh yeah. Like you said, very, yeah, very amazing humble. Yeah, person. Yeah. Mm. And she's got a building named after her, the Nicole David yeah, Arena. Yeah, 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 right? yeah, yeah. 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 Um, what plans do you have for yourself on a personal level with the, uh, with the start of a brand new decade, mm. 2020? I don't really have any major plans, but like going back to work, I just hope to like do well my job. <laughs> next year and just enjoy and have fun I guess like before I turn 30 because I think when I turn 30 I'm probably just it's another five more years I'm just cry in one corner and like so as for now till then just yeah just enjoy and have fun yeah and find a balance between work and squash I guess and I just have to figure that path out okay nice Samuel let's wrap up this discussion with your hopes for the 2019 SEA Games Uh, which events are you competing in and your hopes for you know your targets for them so I'll be playing in the men's singles, men's team, and mixed team events. Um, so three, three events in total, yeah. yeah. So hopefully you can medal in all, and and definitely going for at least one goal. Um, and yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting to see. So at least I think I kick off with the men's singles. The singles events are first, uh, followed by the mixed team, and then the the men's and women's team. Mm. So in the singles events, I think in the past two C games I've come in uh, joint third, so the bronze medal. Uh, so hopefully you can do at least one better. Mm. Um, yeah. In Malaysia two years ago, you, you came back with a goal. Uh, uh, two goals and two, a bronze. Correct. Yeah. So all three events you medaled in. Yeah. All three, right? Mm. 
So there was three for three. So now it's targeting one for three. One go, but three one medals. Go. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm just giving it a heart. <laughs> yeah, fellow Liverpool fan. So, yeah. Sherilyn, you'll be involved yeah. in the women's team event. Uh, what is your aim at the games? Um, I think, personally, I'll be playing at three in our sport because um, there are like four of us in the team so it's one, two, three, why and I'll be playing at Correct. one I just hope to be like a strong stable three because I know my teammates at one and two they will have a lot tougher games yeah. and it's safe to say like we're a lot more balanced teams a balanced team than some of the other countries so I just need to like do my job get the point at three so my other two teammates can like have less pressure when they go on court and play the stronger players okay. yeah. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Wayan, I believe uh, you're also competing in three events, uh, which is the same number as Samuel's. So, what would you be satisfied with uh, results-wise at the end of the games? Um, definitely same as Samuel. I hope to medal at all three events. Um, this is my first time playing singles, mm. but I really do hope to be able to get into the finals and yeah, maybe a goal if possible. Okay, she's being very, very yeah, yeah very very <laughs> humble, very down to earth. Alright then, uh, we've come to the end of this discussion with our squash athletes but as usual with the tradition right here on SG Sports Uncut before they go I believe uh, they've all just brought a little memento of something significant that, uh, that's special, that means uh, you know, a lot to them so let's hear from uh, Wayan first um, Yeah, so mine's just a card from my sister So actually this you hold it up? Yeah. Don't read the words. Yeah, so actually it's just a, a small card from my sister. So there was one day I was have I had to go to uh to a primary school to give a talk and I was like feeling really stressed out and knowing with C games up, upcoming C games and IB exams as well. And then in the morning when I was getting ready for school I was quite moody and suddenly my sister just came up to me and she, she was like, Here, this is for you and then on the card, um, okay, I'll read the last part, it mm. says um, now it's my time to encourage you. Good luck for your upcoming IB exams and C games. You can do it. Wow. And initially, like, cause she's only twelve, so I thought, like, oh, and and I asked, mom, do you like tell Wayne to write me a card? And after she was like, um, no, eh. So it actually came from her. So it really means a lot to me. Yeah, and like, Imagine. yeah, um, really pushes me to train hard and you know do well at the games. Nice. That's <laughs> very touching. Sherilyn Young. Yes. Oh, okay. What have you brought for us? Oh, I just brought. This is like. Uh, how close is it? Yeah, this is like my tech from the first <laughs> time I like represented Singapore when I was 14. Yeah, so it's kind of dirty and like yellow because it has been here for 11 years. 2008. Yeah, so this was like the first tournament I ever played or the first time I ever represented Singapore. If I'm not wrong, it was in Busan, Korea. So it's just like thinking back, it's like good what to see. What do you mean if you're not wrong? You can't remember where. <laughs> yeah, it is. Like, okay, okay, I'm not wrong. I'm definitely not wrong. I'm right. I'm definitely right. <laughs> Okay. So 2008 was the first time I represented Singapore. I mean, I picked up the spot when I was 13. So when I was 14, I represented in a first tournament, which was just tech. And it's just good to like see like the way my game changed over the years. Yeah. And I used to be like the youngest on the team. And now I'm the oldest. Not the oldest. No, oh, come on. on. You're the one, <laughs> one of the more established players. Well, one of the more established. Uh, yeah. Not the yeah. most though. Yeah. Yeah. Fingers yeah. not pointing anywhere. <laughs> but yeah. So it's just like something like... Uh, it means quite a bit to me. Yeah. Nice, but and you still kept it in pristine yeah. condition. Yeah, <laughs> relatively pristine. Well done. Uh, Samuel, what have you brought for us? <laughs> yeah, so I didn't actually bring anything because I think um, I thought about what to bring and I thought like maybe I bring my first Sea Games medal, my first gold medal, but um, I mean those things were, the, were sort of the product of a, a long process, you know. 
Yeah, I think what, what really... Why are you guys laughing? <laughs> Sam always has this kind of things uh, to say. Uh, and, <laughs> and I, think, I think for me, like... It's the man from Princeton who's talking. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like, those, those medals were great, but the process was more important. And, and I think the experiences, like, just thinking back to how I felt like playing that, that decider when, when we were fighting for the men's goal, and those feelings and emotions, I think that's what I treasure about the sport. Um, and that's exactly what I'm looking forward to at this SEA Games as well, the up and ups and downs and the road to start emotion. So yeah, it's not so much the physical object. Yeah, I but think I'm gonna throw this away. <laughs> <laughs> I just but, keep the memories. But those are definitely right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All three very you know, very nicely put. Yeah, I mean he's the first athlete in the five shoes to put it in that way, you know, with a yeah. So all that okay. Uh, we're done and dusted with this segment with our squash athletes. Thank you very much, Samuel, Wayan. Sharon and we wish the all of you the together with your other squash athletes as well the very best in the campaign in Manila and uh, do Singapore proud as as always. Thank you. Thank you very much for thank coming you. on board. Thanks, thank thanks, you, thanks a lot. Thanks.